everybody doing? Welcome to the fourth now episode of the Resurgence of the Throw It Deep podcast. We're sitting here on Tuesday, March 28th, recording on a Tuesday night now, not a Monday night. Had to take an extra day of recovery after uh, Alabama fell to San Diego State, but this is not a college basketball podcast. If you want to hear my thoughts on that, you can hear me on the final drive every afternoon from three to six, but enough of that. Anyway, uh, so it's been another week, not a whole lot of in the area of news outside of the fact that Lamar Jackson requested a trade, but as it turns out, this is the wackiest situation ever, because as it turns out, he requested the trade three weeks ago, but they applied the non-exclusive tag to him, what was it, five days after he re- after it turns out he requested the trade. That's Lamar, right. Lamar puts out the tweet that he that he's pretty much done in Baltimore, essentially while Jim Harbaugh, or John Harbaugh rather, is on the podium at the owner's meeting. And yeah. the, the, this whole thing is is pretty much not, Aaron Rodgers still not a jet, by the way, uh, would would be the other piece of news there. But it appears that that is, again, I've a done said, deal. Well, I've, again, we've said this now three weeks in a row. I'm going to keep saying it every show. It's um, it feels like any day now. And maybe by the next time we record Aaron Rodgers, hey, maybe maybe in the next 40 minutes while we're recording, oh. this, Aaron Rodgers will become a jet. I don't know, but it still hasn't happened. So I'm still hanging my hat on that. Something did come up though um, last night, um, late last night. It was um, that it's actual regards to the compensation. It seems like the um, a first round pick is out of the question, um, at least for this coming draft. Um, it seems like the Packers want a second this year and then a second next year that could turn into a first based on uh, his performance. Uh, the Jets are hesitant to make that call uh, in the instance that Rodgers decides to retire following this season. So that's what's holding up the trade, which is obviously a po- a very strong possibility uh, that he could decide to retire after after one year or whatever the case may be. Right. Obviously, yeah. the initial report from whoever it was, it's not going to take a first round pick. As it turns out, I guess was true. It does. It seems like it's not going to take a first round pick, which is annoying. But what whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think it makes sense. No, it does. It does. I, I do think there is a good chance that Rodgers does just play a year. He's not playing more than two years. What, two years? He's not Tom Brady. Yeah, I, would, I would say it's two years tops, yeah. I mean, when nobody's I, when Tom I, and, Brady. But. I mean, when I when I say he's not Tom Brady, it just in the sense of, like, he doesn't have that psychotic urge to, to the play. The longevity. It, it, and, like, maybe physically he could hold up. I don't know. He didn't look good this past year, but he just doesn't have that crazy mental uh, thing about it. i don't think aaron Rodgers loves football enough or or can't stand the idea of not playing oh, he, he definitely loves football uh, That's I'm, a not little... saying, I'm not saying he doesn't i'm just saying i the I, to tom whereas tom brady i think the idea of not playing football to him it for the longest time was the worst thing and uh, was unfathomable whereas aaron Rodgers is now flirted with retirement for years so uh, yeah i don't it, think he's playing at 45 you're right so anyway that that all being said two second rounders for a guy who's going to be your quarterback for maximum of two years it seems pretty fair but anyway uh back to lamar on that so it it, it's weird i I mean we had today on on uh our show at wnsp we had valerie preactor on she she works at wbal she's uh our go-to raven source pretty much and you know i i asked her kind of to predict how this is going to play out and, and 
she kind of took the sentiment of thinks it's pretty likely that this is going to end in Lamar playing on the exclusive tag. I, I just don't see it that way. If, if you're Lamar Jackson, and I understand that options are kind of running out for him at this point. No team's giving yeah. him the guaranteed contract he wants. But it, And I understand if you sit out the season, you're walking away from $32 million, but why play on that? Why play on that tag if you're Lamar? Well, it is, it is $32 million. And although that it's not what he wants, it's, it's not nothing. Um, I do, I do think he, he, I don't think sitting out is even in the question. Um, I think, I think this tweet is another, um, I think it was strategically um, tweeted like during this coaches meeting. So uh, Jim Harbaugh would have to uh, speak on it um, in front of the media. I do think he, he will end up playing. I, I really do. I don't know what you think about that. Uh, I think we will be playing for Baltimore. That is, I think, I think the Ravens want to give him, I don't think any team is going to give him what he wants. And I think the next best option for him is the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I I, I guess I would guess he probably is still a Raven next year. I, I just, yeah, I, it, it makes a lot of, it makes too much sense to put that pressure directly on the team during the owner's meeting. And then you have uh, the the Ravens owner coming out and saying, we still are committed to getting a deal done with Lamar. That's after Lamar put out the tweet. And then Harbaugh saying, we, we still love Lamar. It, it's just such a weird situation. And, and Definitely. let's say the impossible, which doesn't, isn't that impossible anymore, were to happen. Uh, there, there were all kinds of different odds for the next Lamar's next team thrown out there, which let's, by the way, just, I have a personal gripe against this being a Patriots fan. Like the Patriots have been the favorites to land Odell Beckham or whoever, like for 10 years, they've been the favorite and said player. It never happens. The, these next, these next, uh, next team odds for a guy just disregard them for the most part, but that being said, there were some teams near the top of the list there that at least do make sense. So I, I'll let you uh, let you take it there and, and give me some of your more compelling teams that if Lamar Jackson were to no longer be a Raven, teams that would make sense there. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of intriguing teams. would start with um, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Um, I, they went hard after Deshaun Watson last year. They did not get him, obviously. And it would make sense that uh, Lamar Jackson would be next in the fold. So I don't yeah, know what you think about that. It feels like a fit. Uh, Arthur, I think Arthur Blank came out today and said there are differences with Deshaun Watson and Lamar. Like, it, it, And just dancing around the fact that we're not giving Lamar the contract that Deshaun Watson got in terms of guaranteed money. But like without sure. actually saying that, because that's what this whole thing comes down to is that no one. Absolutely. Is, like that's I, no one is giving him that uh like what 90% guaranteed contract whatever the i guess fully guaranteed contract no one's going to give that to him and that's what the whole thing comes down to so i, I arthur blank kind of like quashed that a little bit but if you're the falcons that's probably the one to me that makes the most sense it, it feels like i mean what what do you you know ride it out with desmond ritter and i i know they have a top 10 pick too this year but like what what's why i i don't i what what it's that team is bad but they're not bad enough that they're going to be in contention for like a top three pick which is what it's going to take to get caleb williams or drake may next year i think 
And so if Desmond Ritter, unless he's just a try push back on, I think they're going to, if they don't, they don't make a change. I think they're going to be bad. I don't, I don't see outside of maybe uh, Arizona. I don't, I don't, I don't see any team that's going to be like significantly worse than them. I only Desmond, say that holding because, out Desmond Ritter out there. I only say that because they're in the NFC South. So like, it, it's not like, I mean, they're in by far the worst division in football. Like you, I have to, True. they're going to pick up like, I, they picked up wins last year. I, I I think they went what seven and ten, something like that. Uh, maybe six and eleven. Uh, there, I mean, there are wins to be picked up in the NFC South. Tampa's going to be bad. I mean, Baker Baker Mayfield is a Buccaneer. That's something we haven't talked about. Uh, but there, there are wins to be picked up there. I, I I think Tampa will be or not Tampa. Atlanta will be kind of in the same spot next year that they're in now. Like again, they're bad. Make no mistake, they're bad. But they're not like so so bad that they're like Caleb Williams bad. So it's just like they're they're in perpetual mediocrity is not even the right word because they're not mediocre. But they're like bad. They're worse than mediocre, but they're not like basement dwelling bad. And and like yeah, maybe Lamar wouldn't. Lamar doesn't make you a Super Bowl contender. I don't think if you're the Falcons, probably makes you at least uh, gives you a good shot to win the NFC South. Yeah, I think it would be exciting. Um, I also think just to uh, – I think Desmond Ritter would be a lot more of a downgrade than Mariota was last year for them, but Mar- Mariota was not good by any stretch. Um, I think I think um, that, that would be exciting. It'd make a lot of sense. They've got Kyle Pitts, Drake London, a lot of young talent on offense. Um, on defense, there's some work to be done, but um, they could address that with their uh, eighth overall pick, as you said. I don't think that's another reason. I, I don't think that's – high enough to get a quarterback um at least among the big three um, i think will levis could fall down to there but um i think, I think- will and we'll talk we're gonna get into the quarterback sure later in the show uh but hey, maybe maybe hendon hooker i will uh, we'll get into the quarterbacks in a minute after we finish at this. eight I, I think well, who was it? Mike Tannenbaum or uh, someone had him at five today. Which saw that report. That's that's yeah, again, absurd. That's never gonna happen. I don't think it was a report. I think it was a mock draft. So you know, oh, take, okay. take it with a grain of salt. Um, we'll 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 get into this in a minute. So I, Atlanta makes sense for Lamar. I I just again, you you are not going to get a good quarterback at eight, or at least a quarterback worth drafting at eight. And you, I don't think, I just don't think they're going to be bad enough without trading up to get Caleb Williams or Drake May next year. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe they are sure. enough, but yeah. I just, I, I very much see the season playing out the exact same way for Atlanta this year as it did last year. And they're picking in that seven, eight range again, which just isn't going to be good enough to, uh, or not well rather bad enough to uh to get one of these top quarterbacks next year so i don't know i I, that's the one that makes the most sense to me what else you got for me yeah uh let's transition to a team that uh was really bad next year and or last year and probably will be bad this year the uh indianapolis colts unless they get lamar obviously yeah and they're picking fourth and so that's right i I have to i'm just gonna go with my gut on this i i have to think bryce young and cj stroud are gone one and two I, i'm gonna continue I, to- I agree i agree uh, that's that's what makes sense if that's not what happens then we got some really foolish gm which i know we do like you know that's not a surprise well, i don't know if i we'll, we'll get in we'll get into all this but uh i think cj stroud at that high is a little foolish 
Fair enough. Well, it's interesting if I've gotten you to to admit that Bryce Young is is the best quarterback in the draft. Well, I'm I'm excited to hear you say that. But anyway, uh, yeah, I I that would look so weird. Lamar in a Colts uniform. I like. What do you give up the fourth pick? I agree. First, I, I don't know. Uh, the Colts are so. I mean, they've, they've stuck their hand at so many veteran QBs, um, like thirty plus. I think it's the last six years in a row uh, since Andrew Luck re- retired. Um, Lamar would be like a franchise guy, though. You can't say he's not at this point, yeah, even though he's got some injury he's, concerns. He's, he's an unbelievable talent. Significantly um, better than the trash they've sifted through since Andrew Luck has retired, but and that makes sense. I just I don't know. I I, I get why they're on the list, but and I, I mean I guess there's the case to be made. Go get Lamar instead of drafting Will Levis at four. I I get it. Uh, you know, go get Lamar instead Anthony of Anthony Richardson, probably. It's, but. Yes, I, or like either, either or, because I, I kind of, yeah, yeah, I kind of see the two as the same uh, at this point. I guess Richardson's probably a, a little bit better of an athlete, but I, I don't know. I, if I'm the Colts, that's that's a move that potentially, not that the franchise isn't buried already, but that's just like a potentially franchise burying move from a team that. If I would rather go all I in, to I want to try- push back on that a little bit. I don't think acquiring Lamar Jackson, although it's going to take a lot, is a franchise-burying move. I mean, you've got a, you've got a, at least top seven, six or seven quarterback um, in the fold. I mean, that's not – at no point is that going to bury a franchise, especially a franchise like the Colts that, frankly, already looks buried. Yeah, I mean, that, it's a fair pushback. I, maybe not the right term, franchise-burying. I, I just mean, like, I would I would rather give up a massive package and move up. And it's honestly probably not doable at this point with, with the Panthers and Texans. Well, because the Panthers did it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, 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 I would, keep going. Yeah. I would rather give up a massive package and move up for Stroud or Young than give up a big package to move to to trade for Lamar and give Lamar whatever whatever money he wants there. I, I don't know. I that's understandable. Yeah. I just, I, if I'm the Colts, I, I, I am so, and I understand that Lamar is better than what they've had, uh, but Much I'm better. I'm just so done with the veteran. I just, just hit the reset button, uh, and you're, you're there in such, with the Panthers, they messed up letting the Panthers trade up ahead of them. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're in a really tough spot now. It's almost like they have to trade for Lamar or trade up, but like. Otherwise, they're just going to end up with Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, which honestly is what's going to happen. Like the white like, I, I as we sit here now, like that's probably what's going to happen, and it's going to be. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's that's the direction they go to as well. Um, at at I don't, this I'm, point, I'd probably rather have Lamar. So fair enough. That 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 makes sense now that we've talked it out. Yeah. Um. The, another team that uh seemed compelling is the uh Minnesota Vikings, mm. um, which I I think would in this. As opposed to these other teams, I think this would be a disastrous move. But wow. I don't know if you, yeah. Oh, wait, that's right. You're like Captain Kirk Cousins. I, I, Kirk's a great quarterback. He's he's a great quarterback. A great he, um, quarterback. Not elite, but he is, he's great. Numbers speak for themselves. Um, it's been put up consistently, high-achieving offenses. Um, and I think giving up – not only Kirk, I, obviously, I think Lamar Jackson is a better player than Kirk Cousins, but you would be giving up draft compensation and then paying him even more than what you're paying Kirk, Kirk Cousins, which 
although he's in the last year of his deal, it, his deal, his entire co- term with the Vikings has frankly been a steal in this quarterback market. Well, that was my next question. Cause if, if Kirk has one more year left on his deal, what, what would you do? Would you extend, would you extend Kirk or like what, if you think Lamar would be, well, or what, what, what wouldn't be? I think frankly, it, it, a lot of it depends on this year. Um, they, they largely did overachieve um, this year. They went 13 and four with, I think, a negative point differential. No, no one's disagreeing with that. The Vikings. Yeah. Are. Yeah. Sure. Um, but they, they did have a high octane offense with, um, honestly, they had, they had Justin Jefferson, which he was obviously great. I would say top two receiver in the NFL. But outside of that, they, in the one, I think, I think Tyree Scott and beats slightly, but we can discuss that at a later date. Um, He's put up a great numbers in, in an offense with that had a washed Adam Thielen, uh, not much else. Dalvin Cook had a brutal year at running back. There wasn't much running game, and uh, the defense was uh, pretty atrocious. Take it easy on Adam Thielen. That's uh, Bryce Young's wide receiver one you're talking about right there. So uh... <laughs> yeah, well, if the, if the Panthers wise up, he'll be Bryce Young. So I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud. But all right, you want you want to get this Patriots Lamar thing in before we sure yeah. Um, the other um tell me why the Patriots should trade for Lamar I think I think I think he would work well with uh Bill O'Brien's system it's big like a lot of running um I think I don't know I think they could scheme him up a lot of I think it'd be a a huge upgrade over Lamar Jackson I mean as of Mac Jones um excuse me um I I I think that I think I think that would be fascinating Lamar Jackson with Bill Belichick yeah well I mean It'd, it'd be fascinating. It'd be fascinating. Uh, it would take me a, a minute to get over the initial shock of it, but ultimately I would be, wow. I'd, be I'd be excited. Like, I, like uh, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think it, it's more so than anything just from a purely Patriots fan. And yes, I know I went to Alabama and like, obviously there's Mac Jones homerism there. I don't like deny that. Uh, sure, but, sure. Uh, like just purely from a Patriots fan perspective, like there is the reality that this guy has not been on the field at the end of the last two seasons. And now the, the injury thing I get, keep going, keep going. I like, and yeah, Mac Jones got hurt last year too. And I mean, yes, got his ankle rolled up on it happened. That can happen to any quarterback unless you're superhuman Patrick Mahomes and just come back in the game. But I'm not expecting that from Mac Jones. Yeah. Like uh, the, just, the injury thing is a very real factor. The fact that you're going to have to pay him a lot of money is a very real factor. And the fact that you're going to have to give up first round assets for a team right now that is built off of not, like the, the guys that are contributing on this Patriots team right now are built through the draft and like young, young, young draft capital guys. I mean, we're talking about Kyle Duggar, Christian Barmore, like the entire deep Jack Jones had a great year. Like this entire defense is built through the draft. Cole Strange had a phenomenal year. I was pissed off at the time when they took him in the first round because I had no idea who he was. But and for as much flack as Belichick gets, he's actually had a couple of really good drafts in a row. And and I'm just yeah, I'm, I mean, I I I'm willing to I, I I would and I understand that I, clearly what the product on the field was not good enough last season. But I would like to at least ride out for one more season and find out what we have if our first round 
quarterback, Mac Jones, is not good this year and doesn't make a, a, a severe year three leap under competent coaching, a real offensive coordinator, maybe slightly improved weapons, but I think the coaching was more of an issue than the personnel. Uh, we'll see. Okay. We'll talk to me again after the draft. I'll, we'll see how I feel about the personnel, but I actually feel pretty okay about it right now. If like, yeah, if the offense isn't significantly better, then, then it's time to move on and find a new guy. But I, I actually, I, I just, I would much rather figure out what what we have in the building right now than uh, than move on to and and make that investment in Lamar Jackson. I, I don't think that's crazy to to not want to trade for. If if it happens, listen, like I, I, I'm I'm not gonna not gonna be pissed off about it. It'd, it'd be pretty cool. Like, wow, Lamar Jackson is the quarterback of the Patriots. It'd be something. Uh, it but would be something. At the same time, it's like, ugh, like it's a move that would make me very nervous. It's a guy that's proven he can win without a lot of weapons. He's never, won in, the, he's never won in the playoffs. He's won, he's won a game in the playoffs. Lance <laughs> Day's never won in the playoffs. I'm, I'm, like, it's not like this is like a perennial Super Bowl winner. That's I mean, he's a perennial – game winner he is he is one i think close to three-fourths of his starts since he's yeah been in the i league. am and and, like you might disagree with this and that's with not great weapons not much worse than the patriots you might disagree with this but i am pretty much throwing out entire last season and like yeah like you can't do that like it's you can't that bill belichick wasted a year of, of of rookie contract mac jones but matt patricia was the offensive coordinator of this team uh, like, that, that doesn't mean you can throw out the entire year. I agree with you that it was it, it was not pretty and it was worse. Point, I think you can, and I'm going to, and I'm with like it, it, if if it was I mean, it was if, a terrible year. It really Josh was. Daniels was still the offensive court. If like there wasn't this upheaval and and if Matt Jones regressed under not the I'd argue the worst overall situation in football, then I'd be very concerned and say, all right, let's go get Lamar Jackson or or figure something else out. But I I just, they won 10 games his rookie year, got to the playoffs. We're in contention to win the division by weeks, still in week 17. It's not like they got blown out by the bills in week 17, his rookie year. Uh, I was at that game. It sucked, but uh, they, I mean, they were in that game in the fourth quarter, uh, a game that would have was won. That the, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was thinking of the snow game where Matt. No, no, they won the snow game in yes, Buffalo. Yes, you're right. They had the chance to sweep Buffalo in New England. Buffalo ultimately won by like two touchdowns. It, like they pulled away at the end. Uh, but right. in that game in the fourth quarter, I, I just like, I think the gap is a little bit. Oh, and I understand there's a gap, but I think the gap between the Patriots. It's a big and gap. I think it's overstated. I really do think it's overstated. I'm and sorry. I, go back. Go back. The gap between the. Patriots and the Ravens or no, no, the rest of the division, like as in Buffalo, Miami. Okay. Uh, we'll see what happens. Assuming Aaron Rodgers is a jet. Uh, but I, I just think that gap is overstated. I think the Patriots can compete for the, for at least compete. I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but like, I think they can compete in this division with the roster is currently constructed with greatly improved coaching that it's going to be this year. Again, talk to me after the draft. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I I'm just, I'm content with what we got and I'm confident in what's being built there. I, I just, it would be a franchise altering move to bring in Lamar Jackson and not one I would hate, but one that would make me very nervous. It's not often a player like Lamar is available, but it's true. Michael takes a pass. 
it, it is, I'm, I'm taking a I'm taking a pass. I'm taking a pass, but I'm not the one making the decision. So it, it was weird. Like Kraft, like pretty much publicly said, like yeah, like Meek Mill told me that. Uh, yeah, he basically was, said we could have him almost. Like, I, what, I felt like like what the hell is that about? Like why? Yeah, I, I thought that was weird. That's up to I re, like you sent that Ben Volen tweet in the group chat. I thought it was a troll. I thought it was like a tr- Ben Volen troll account. No. but it was real. No. And I, I don't know. Like again, I, I'm not gonna sit here upset if the Patriots trade for Lamar Jackson, but I am okay with what we have, and and I think the product on the field this season, assuming there's not a franchise altering move, like because I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I, I, I think the product on the field this season is going to be greatly improved, and I'm confident in saying that. I, I, I really am. Let it be known. I think the uh, Patriots should pull the trigger and go get I, Lamar. It's known. It's known. I, 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 <laughs> I, I've heard. All right. Well, like this, the, the Lamar talk has gone longer than I thought. So we'll get a little bit into the draft quarterback stuff and dive more into draft stuff next week. But so Carolina trades up from the nine pick to the one pick, which we uh, analyzed in depth a lot uh, last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was. Um, so, so you think it should be Bryce Young, huh? I Here do. Your first public admission that Bryce Young is the best quarterback. <laughs> well, it's my first public comment on, on the draft at all. So I, consider, I, guess. I consider the group chat to be public stuff. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I, I do. I do think um, I am. I, I am. However, I think he's the best prospect in the draft, but um, I am. I am very, very concerned about uh, his size. I am. Um, what did he well, first? I do want to say this first. Um, what did he weigh in at 203, 204? Yeah, he gained a little, he gained a little bit of weight. Gained a little bit of weight. Uh, he was like, I, he was like 190 or like 185. His, his playing weight is 190 or 185. Absolutely. Think about it this way a, um, a gallon of water weighs what, seven or eight pounds? Weighs whatever a gallon of water weighs. Yeah, well, I'm sure he had. I, I don't. I'm sure he was uh, doing something to get that weight up last minute before the draft. You look at him next to even like C.J. Stroud. Like it looks like he he's he looks like a like miniature version, both like like height wise and uh, I guess like muscle. Um, he is he is not 200 and something pounds. He's maybe 190 playing on the field. I think the natural comparison that people have made with Bryce is Young, Kyler. Oh uh, well, I I was actually going to say Tua in terms. Oh, of go ahead. Yeah. In terms of he's injury prone, and that's the narrative that I, I understand you didn't say that, but that's the narrative that I cannot stand when people say that like Bryce is little and injury prone. Bryce Young. He's, he's smaller than Tua. Yes, by 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 you know a negligible two inches, but like I again let me let me make my point. Go ahead, Uh, sorry. Bryce Bryce Young, to to compare injury proneness. Obviously, there's a correlation with size, but I don't think there's this super mega correlation. Tua didn't know how to fall down. Bryce Young, for two years, took hit after hit after hit after hit, after hit. Alabama's offensive line was not good, under by Alabama standards at least, uh, under under Bryce Young playing quarterback for two seasons. It wasn't good. And Bryce Young took hit after hit after hit and just continued and just got up every single time. Every single time. He, he, got, he, uh, he had a kind of a freak collarbone shoulder injury where he 
pretty much threw his arm out of his socket in the Arkansas game this year while he was going to the ground. He tried to make a throw. The, he the pulled pork shoulder. The old pulled pork shoulder in Knoxville where he played his best game of his career with a pulled pork shoulder. But anyway, Tua was banged up. Even when he was healthy, he was banged up. He didn't know how to play. It's, I, I, and again, I know I'm yelling at you about this. I know you didn't say it. Yeah, I, I but, definitely did not say that. But it, it, that, it just drives me crazy when I hear people say that because it's like, I mean, did you watch Bryce Young for two years? The guy, if there's a, a and you know, NFL call it like it's a whole different, like, yes, it's a different game, but to a certain degree, the guy knows how to take a hit. Like he, he he's, he's not just like, yes, he's little, but he's not just this like bag of bone, like for this fragile, like bag of glass. That's just going to get hurt every time he gets hit. Cause he's a little bit on the smaller side. Like it's just, it's just not how he is. He knows how to take a hit and he gets up from it. Uh, I think Bryce Young, pound for pound, is the most durable quarterback maybe I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. Well, I can I can agree with most of what you just said. Um, I just think these guys in the NFL, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger than the guys in college. Um, I think I I don't think I don't even think too. I think Kyler when I look at him on his game, I feel like that's the uh, closest comparison. I know I know Tua went to uh, Bama just like. Um, just like Bryce, but um, Kyler, for example, like he kind of struggles to throw over the middle. Um, I, I, I think, and Bryce is even shorter than Kyler. Um, I think, I think that's a legitimate concern. That's enough, even if you don't want to go injuries, but I think, I think even at that size, I think injuries is still a concern. These guys are much bigger. They're going to hit him harder. And I get that he's been durable in college, but we've never even, we've never seen somebody this small try to be a franchise quarterback in the NFL. He's, he's, like, he's, he's not significantly smaller than Drew Brees. He's not significantly. He is. He is. He is. I, he is. I, I don't like know that extra you. inch makes like the all two inches and, and 10 pounds at least. I, 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 all I'm saying is we haven't. That's the truth. We have not seen a smaller guy try to play. And, and let me just, let me also say, cause I don't, I'm not killing Bryce Young. He is. He is, I think, outside of this, he's he's a generational prospect. I've seen everything That's right. right. Like, it's fine. Finally, I got you to like watch some film because I've been saying for a while. Yes, he is. He like, is. He is truly great. He is fantastic. If Bryce Young was five inches taller, like, and of course, that's a ridiculous thing to say. But if Bryce Young was five inches taller, he'd be the greatest quarterback prospect on paper of all time. Of all time, like he he is that good. I I think he's that good too. I don't I don't know if that's prospect of all time, but he's he's certainly up there. Um. I'm, I'm just I, I am concerned about the size thing because he is the smallest guy to ever try and do this. Um, we'll see he what is, happens. And will be drafted not, at this it's, met level. It's not like he was having passes bat, batted down left and right in college. I, I really can't even remember it being an issue almost ever. Uh, I don't know if that's just something they schemed around. Uh, you no, have- you're right. No, it it wasn't an issue for Kyler though, thrown over the middle in college. Like these guys are all bigger. They're all faster. They're all like he's going to get hit harder. This gonna it's going to be. Tighter window throws, which frankly I think he can make, but that's just like another aspect of the NFL that he's pretty, I he's pretty lethally accurate. He has a good arm too. He has a much he does he does Tua. much better than Tua. Oh, I, I you're preaching to the choir. I think he's got a much better arm than C.J. Stroud. 
Yeah, well, so Stroud is is well that that was a satisfactory answer at least on Bryce Young. I didn't no more Bryce Young delusion from you. I can I can walk away from. There that. was never any Bryce Young well, delusion. There, uh, uh, yes, there was, but uh, <laughs> we, we're, we're not going to go overtime this time. So we'll, we're going to get more more into this. You know, we only have about five minutes left, so we'll we'll uh, we'll get a little bit into Stroud here. But yeah, so you think he has a better arm? Than Stroud, based on what you've looked into so far, I do. Um, I think he, I think he does pretty much everything better than uh, Stroud. I, I have my concern about Stroud, to be honest with you. I think he was, he was great in the uh, Georgia game. I think he was like unreal. Um, but I, I from from what scouts have been saying, there is not, there wasn't that anywhere else in the film uh, over any point in his career. Like it, it was, it was good, not great until that uh, Georgia game. Yeah, um, and I think and- maybe there's maybe there's like a few extra weeks you've got in that bowl game to prepare. Maybe he's like improved in that time, but I, I don't know. I think he struggles beyond his first read, and I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see a lot here. I don't see a lot of ceiling. And it's- honestly, I think the, I think the floor is worse than people think. It could be. It's interesting because it, it, it's kind of a little bit like Mac Jones coming out in the way that Shroud was was surrounded with. Sure. Yes. Supporting yes. Mac. And Ohio State. I mean that that I I hate to say. I mean I'm not gonna go all in with this, but Ohio State is just about wide receiver. You and, and they develop wide receiver. They, yeah, about it's as unreal. well about as well as anyone in the country. It, it, Brian Hartline, who's now the offensive coordinator there, who's been the wide receivers coach for you know the last five years or whatever, uh, is it has been the best wide receivers coach in the country, and that's why you see you know, all of these guys that have come out now from Ohio state and, you know, Smith and Jigba is the best receiver in this class. And we'll, we'll get into that later in the month, but uh, yeah, I mean, it it is pretty unbelievable. So you can kind of compare it that way. Yeah. Stroud. I mean, here's the thing. Disagree with that, by the way, that uh, Smith and Jigba is the best of this class, but we'll we'll get to that another day. Well, uh, hold on. I mean, we got about four minutes left here. Well, we're not going to, clearly we're not going to get a full analysis of the quarterbacks in here anyway. So who is the best receiver in the class? How about this? Zay Flowers is the best receiver in this class. He's my favorite player in the draft. I was going to do, I was going to do. Out of Boston College. I really really like his game. Wow. I did not think you were going to say that. Yeah. About that. We, I, and, uh, you know, peek behind the curtain. We have not talked about this off air at all. That it was a lot, a true and live reaction. Isaiah Flowers. I'm happy you agree with me. Isaiah Flowers is my favorite player in this entire draft. Wow. Favorite player. Favorite that, that goes beyond me. If we were going to say, like, I, we didn't do it this time. We were going to do it later in, in the month. We're like a favorite player. I'll, I'll pick someone else now but when we do that. But uh, sure, sure. he is my favorite player in the entire draft. You know, people, you know, I follow a lot of Pats people on Twitter and know more than me from a scouting perspective. I keep seeing, like, ceiling, ceiling prime AB, floor, Tyler. I've Lock. seen that as well. I've like, seen that as well. Like, <laughs> like this guy is awesome. I love his game. I love his game. Undersized, but I love it. Outrunner. Oh my God. I, I, I am in love with Zay Flowers to the point where like he was a second or third round guy. And it's to the point now where like, I would be very excited if the Patriots pulled the trigger on him at 14. They won't because it's still a little early for him. He's I, mocking late round day one now. 
yeah, late, late I, first round. I would be cool trading down to 20-something and getting him. I, I just, you know, Smith, it like value-wise, Smith and Jigba, like whatever. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that that's really funny that you say that. Uh, but because I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Zay Flowers, so how about that? Nice. Yeah. Anyway, we'll uh we'll probably cut it there for now. Uh, we'll we'll you know obviously there's tons and tons and tons of draft stuff to continue to get into, and we're gonna keep you guys updated on the draft stuff as we move through April. We didn't get as much into the quarterback stuff as we wanted to, so maybe we'll do a little position by position analysis next week, and you know start getting into some different people's mocks and uh, what we'd like to see our teams do in this draft. So appreciate you guys for tuning in and tune in next week. Thanks for listening, guys.